The following show contains spoilers for episode 9 of Surviving 43. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. I guess coming into this episode, I, I should be feeling some, like, semblance of shame. But really... You should be. <laughs> really, I feel like... Shame upon thee. Uh, maybe fool. I, maybe I know where that <laughs> that source that idea is coming from. Um, but really, I feel like it was a pretty decent episode in terms of the people we lost. Looking forward to the rest of the season, right? Yeah. Um, yep. you know, I lost two players tonight, which is always kind of like that funny consideration when there's a double boot. But in a way, it feels like we just kind of are, like, it just sweeping me out of the way a little bit. Because the real story of the fantasy for this season is going to be, like, Soaring versus Fred. Will Fred's original draft really be strong enough to hold him all the way to the end game, Or will you the mean, redraft... Will, 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 Fred, will Fred's original draft be enough to boost me to the end? Because yeah, or will <laughs> the redraft... <laughs> you know, successfully give Soaring, like, the, the pieces he needs to, like, make it through the finale. Because yeah. right now, you know, unquestionably, uh, like, Carla, Cody, and Jesse are in complete command of the game. Uh, and the fact that all three of them were originally in Fred's pocket is bonkers. Yeah, sort of thinking about the original draft is funny because I just skim the original draft after this last episode out of curiosity and i realized that i at this point would have four people left mm-hmm. uh tune would have three and soaring would have one in noel <laughs> and i just think that that's very funny that <laughs> i was just so goaded that even not touching a, a thing i still come out with the strongest team here yeah, and you certainly seem to have, you know, some endgame people on your side. However, and we can talk about, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I came up with the path for, like, Noel to win. Uh, you know, technically your endgame players could be the next ones going home. True. But, uh, let's see, I guess I almost want to, like, get this out of the way because we've talked about it so many times. But, like, you know, what's the deal with the double tribal? I hate it. It's like we I already know. It. I no, hate we've it. we've I talked about it. it two two seasons in a row. It's not fun. It ruins the dynamics. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, it's the new era, so it's here to stay. Um, in a way, I almost feel like it kind of went off without like major incident. But in the same way, like you know, it definitely shook up the game because like James isn't going home here without this scenario. I like it when my entire team gets reward points. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like kind of it's it's here to stay mechanically. It's not great, but if it's something we can prepare for, then that's better than it just being like randomly dropped on us, right? Because now it's like the players maybe you know can be aware that like okay, you know, around right, this time, soon after the merge, you know, gonna... we have to be ready for like to be split in in half so like plan your dynamics appropriately yeah but it just like doesn't matter yeah like it literally just doesn't matter because you could just split in a way where there's you have no control it literally doesn't matter are, are the splits random i forget how they decide who's yes split. yeah they fall lots or something but yeah it's very it's very dumb and stupid and i hate it and it's like there's this weird contradiction that survivor seems to want where they've made all these changes to like try to give you know quote unquote the proper winner the highest chance of winning you know with the fire and the new kind of tribal etc etc and they also do stuff like this where you basically might as well just pick two random people at some point in the season and say all right you're out and leave it at that and so it's like, all right, to what extent are we trying to make a, a coherent winner narrative here for somebody that deserves it versus just throwing in things to throw in things that can immediately ruin that? 
Yeah, well, I guess, you know, when you kind of look at it, you can, I don't know, like, I guess you could look at somebody like Sammy, maybe here, like, in this situation, where I don't think there's really any, like, configuration where, like, Sammy is voted out tonight. I'm not sure if that's true. I mean, you know, maybe if it's, like, Carla, Cassidy, James, and, like, Jesse, maybe they go for Sammy. But even then, I think if they have the opportunity to take Jesse out there, I feel like they would just take Jesse out, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, there's a way for some people to not necessarily just be, like, you know, automatic, like, whatever the numbers are, like, you're just gone if you're the wrong person. Because it kind of just plays into the whole thing of, like, Where's your threat level at? How connected are you? Um, how, like, well can you spin an argument against other people? Can you, like, get in with the small group that's there? So, yeah, like, in most cases, if there are, like, if there's an alliance and the alliance has numbers that are put together on the small group of five or they're split on the group of five, then, um, you know, it can just be automatically bad for them. But I would have assumed after, uh, you know, Ryan, not Ryan, after James was voted out that they would have just gotten rid of Cassidy because it was, like, convenient yeah. to weaken Carla. But they didn't do that for some reason. We don't know why. <laughs> but um, I think there's, you know, at least some opportunity for, like, gameplay to happen. It's not just, like, they're split up, somebody wins the immunity, and then, like, boom, it's set in stone. Yeah, sure. So it's like now that it's in the game and it seems like it's a staple, it's something that players can like prepare for and adapt around. I guess my thinking is that the best situation that we can expect out of it is that it doesn't ruin the rest of the season, right? And that's sort of not what you should be looking for with a twist is like, all right, you know, it's like with the with the what was it, the hourglass and and stuff where it's like, all right, hopefully this doesn't ruin everything and that's like just the best situation we could hope for, then that's kind of a failure of a of a twist, yeah. right? I mean, I think at the very least the the biggest thing that is like irredeemable in the new era is like the do or die. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you choose the right box or you lose. Oh, wasn't there that there was the Reddit post where it's like they use the same box for the yeah, the, it's safe. the box with the line on the bottom. Yeah, there's like a little mark on it. <laughs> I'm really curious to see if that uh, rings Wait, true what, again. It's the same box as what? So in the do or die, where Jeff's like, "All right, choose a box," and then he reveals like one box that was like, you know, you die, and then you have to fifty fifty, and you're supposed to like it's choose not, the other but box. It's not... But it's not fifty. But in both season forty one and right, whatever. But in season forty one and forty two, uh, they use the same three boxes, and like the safe paper was in the same box because it had like a, a a definitive little like line on it. It was just part of the wood grain, but it's like you could identify it. Yeah, it was like very obvious once you noticed. Were the, it, were the boxes in the same position in both seasons? Yes, maybe. But, I don't. Yeah, I'm remember. not sure. Either way, it was like definitely the same box that had the same pattern on it so i'm curious to see if that lines up again this season or if maybe they use a different prop who knows so bad though are they bringing it back have, probably have we had clarification on that i think the only thing they definitely got rid of was the hourglass but i guess we'll we'll find out that's the i feel like Jordan is the one I, where it's I like you just can't seeing... <laughs> prepare for it you can't play around it really right it's like if you just lose the challenge well no you play around it by not playing the challenge oh is that how it works yes because remember that's the whole point is that you can sit out oh, well. and not risk it so the the we've talked about this where the whole like the best play for most players is to just not play it and then like one person says oh okay i'll play it and then instantly wins right oh, that's yeah, right, sort right, of right, right. the 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 idea is that eventually nobody should be playing in the do or die challenge yeah that's fair yeah, just let someone want immunity. Why not? I wonder what editing would actually do if that ever happened, or you know, production. Jeff would probably scream at them. <laughs> yeah, Jeff would be real. <laughs> what? Upset. You guys don't want this enough? All of you feel safe? Jeff, hand on his hips. <laughs> wow, this is what Survivor's all about. 
Or is Jeff going to do, all right, we're, we're going to run this challenge anyways. There'd probably be some sort of incentive. He's like, all right, well, let me make this a little more appealing to you. Or probably. If, but yeah, if, if he gets mad. Show, yeah, if he, get, if he gets mad, I want somebody to just be like, yeah, it's it's a garbage. <laughs> I'm not doing or dying. It's garbage. You, It's horribly designed. It's not good. It makes people do exactly what we're doing. This is your fault. Don't be mad at us. Yeah, I choose... Do not do and live. Well, you choose. Yeah, no, that's that's correct. <laughs> All right, choose so back don't to, and uh, live. Back to the episode. They don't. I mean, the the first little like intro part goes by really fast because we go to the challenge almost instantly. I think what we just get Sammy, who's like, man, you know, last episode I really we wanted to the... make my big move, but this episode I'm really gonna make my big move. Yeah, we just get a bunch of post vote drama with owen sammy and was it cody who was also in that group yeah and then yeah and then there's some some bickering between owen and james that's later or is no, that no it happened oh it's building up Ooh. because Plot remember threads. james was like hey do you want to talk and owen was like no yeah and then that was it yeah so challenge uh i guess my only comment really about this challenge is I noticed that they are using the same balls that they like, they like use the sticks and they the push sticks the sticks and, yeah. into the balls. I noticed that. It's like, Hey, I recognize those. Um, Does that mean we're getting ball sticks later on? Maybe they probably just had them sitting around though. Uh, this... I guess they probably just have a warehouse where they keep all their props. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a challenge. Uh, they split them up into two teams uh, Soaring had a lot of people on one team, and yeah, but also every, I think all of my players were like the first to go. Yeah, <laughs> and on the other side of things, <laughs> what? Oh, well, what's well, on the other I side th- of things, Fred? I thought you were gonna keep going, <laughs> and then we we're gonna converge on our bits at the at the end. We well, were on doing the other bits side of th- <laughs> on the other side of things. Oh right, uh, right, right, right. Your boy got both immunity winners yeah uh, okay it's it, all of the all of the statistical anomalies that i've had to face up uh-huh. till this point where i should have succeeded but off. didn't because the universe didn't want to now pays off here because i got both even though that was unlikely yeah good for you i got all those reward points and i got very little that's uh, <laughs> yeah you got forward. nothing <laughs> got a reward win <laughs> Uh yeah, so we do the thing where you know one group goes first, and then they go to the jury. The second group goes second. They don't spectate on the first group; they just get to see who went on the jury. Also, part yeah. of winning overall is they get PBJ, um, true, which people seemed to enjoy. But this is one of the ones where I was thinking, like, you know, the PB and J is nice, and it's like a comfort, you know, nostalgia makes you feel fuzzy inside. But also, I feel like this is one of the ones where, like, now that we know about this rule that's always existed, we're like, actually, Jeff, can I, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, sandwiches are nice, but can I have, like, the 12 fish or something? Yeah. Well, does that work once you're into a merge situation? Like, we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't a rule until Jeff stole yeah. it. I guess it... <laughs> until he said it was always uh, a rule. We could always do and that. we were, re- and I guess uh, we were revealed that it was a thing in previous seasons by cast members. It just didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah. So this is like peanut butter jelly. It's like you love it, but you know maybe the bread is like kind of crappy. You know, it looks the really bread looked thick like and garbage. Dry. No, no, wait, what are you... No, the bread looked great. It looked like proper bakery bread. It looked like, you know, it's the same bread they use to make the Fiji pizza, which is apparently, you know, not good. Something like that. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To me, it just looked very, like, dry. Like, it was just so thick. I just imagine taking a bite and, you like, it just kind of falls apart in your mouth. And it's just like, you don't taste the peanut butter or the jelly. You just taste, like, bread. And it's just, like, uh, all over the place. It's like... Loose, sandy bread. Um, but yeah, that I w- I'd be maybe tempted to do that there. But it did seem like uh, people were enjoying like sticking their fingers in the jar. <laughs> that's, a, that's the part that <laughs> seems the like the most hype is just like later on, you know, Cody and Noel were like carrying a jar and just like having a conversation, like dipping a, a finger in every once in a while. <laughs> like that seems a... like that seems like the best part of the of the whole reward. Like <laughs> think back to right, Ghost right. Island when dog, they got the... dog. You see, this is the bread from the bakery by my house. 
It looks exactly the same. If uh, so, your oh. bakery just has bad bread. <laughs> that apparently what didn't I'm hearing. Uh, go to the right page. There, there's, there's the right page. You are trolling. Send me a screenshot or something. This, 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 this is nothing. This is just nutrition facts. <laughs> no, there's a. It's there's right a there. bread. There's a bread. There is a bread. I don't see any bread on my page. You can literally look at it on Discord preview. Oh, there it is. It was not showing up at first. It was also. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was just. Uh, no, that's not what the survivor bread looked like. I mean, uh, you know, I appreciate good bread, right? But I don't think the Fiji bread was it. I think in most cases, the Fiji food is said to not really be that great. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think bread. The, <laughs> the other fun lasting reward on Ghost Island is when they get the coffee machine. And, like, for the next five episodes, everyone is just, like, drinking from a coffee cup in every confessional and conversation <laughs> they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of place it is. Um, I enjoy that Zoe just joined because she was very confused by the bread posting in chat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we split up our groups and we talked to the second group first, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, we can vote off this person or this person. I I almost feel like they're so little to analyze here because it just like, is so straightforward. Yeah. I guess I will. I think what could have really been interesting is if um, like Cassidy and Ryan were able to set aside their differences and then you get like Cassidy, Ryan Gabler can like knock out Jesse or Cody is like something that could have happened. But Ryan was just never, ever going to work with Cassidy. They were just diametrically opposed. I'm not necessarily sure that, you know, Ryan has the awareness of his situation in the game to even, you know, go against those, right. you know, beasts. The, yeah, it was just... Yeah, because Ryan's not really, like, playing. Yeah, he's like, I want to get rid like, of Cassidy. His whole, like, shtick... His whole shtick is just like, I, I want to get out this person and then leaving to fish. Yeah. That's like his entire bit is just being like, all right, guys, we're voting for this person, right? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he's like, all right, guys, we're voting for this person, right? He's like, yeah, sure. All right, bye. Yeah, yeah so I guess it has been kind of like a, a minor storyline, this like Ryan versus Cassidy thing, which is now resolved, which I guess is interesting because we can like look to Cassidy going forward to see if like she gets a new storyline or if not like there now um we also see that jesse like still has cody's idol but we also don't know if that'll you know keep up for next episode or not uh yeah because the main thing i was thinking was that he would hold on to it until the knowledge's power is out yeah because swapping it back and forth is just like awkward and annoying and makes it you know riskier to get caught and etc yeah. etc et people want their own so stuff if, yeah if jesse just holds on to it until the knowledge's power is gone then they're chilling and then he can give it back whether or not he actually gives it back we don't know yet we also don't even really know if knowledge is power is dead because yeah it could come back they could plant it somewhere yeah, tomorrow someone's gonna like wake up and it's gonna be like on their face what what is this? yeah <laughs> oh yeah, it's the, an advantage right now that they put it in the well where everyone's going to see it, now they, you know, they, they move just, it slightly like, put it above more where obvious. They sleep. Yeah. yeah. So they wake they up. Open your oh, eyes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I guess notable is that I, I feel like Cody and Jesse, like, recruit Gabler pretty definitively here. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, going forward, now I feel like, you know, he might still, like, listen to what Sammy has to say. But I think Gabler is probably thinking, well, okay, you know, I can just be number three to these guys for the rest of the game and, you know, be safe there. So I feel like now, like going forward, that's definitely like an advantage that Jesse and Cody have. Is that like Gabler might just do whatever they say? Or maybe Gabler will just turn around on them because it's Gabler and uh, (laughs) that'll be their downfall. (laughs) Yeah, and he's just a total wild card who could just flip for no reason. Like, one other person says the right thing to him, and he's like, oh, oh okay, yeah. And then, you know, completely blows up their game. Right. And in that case, um, 
they could also just turn around and, like vote Gabler out immediately. And maybe yeah. that's like this is like how Gabler leaves is he like steps outside of his his range and then they just knock him down. Yeah, because this is it's what we've basically been like expecting with Sammy because like Sammy sort of kept Gabler on a leash and uh-huh. like kept him, you know, in his circle of influence, but very clearly doesn't really want to work with him on like a longer term deeper level because at any point gabler could just turn around and blow up same game not even intentionally mm-hmm. just by doing something you know incorrectly you know giving up the wrong piece of information to the wrong person yeah so that's one where we're just gonna have to like see what happens i think it's interesting um on the other side where we have what carla owen noel Sammy James. Oh, this one's interesting uh, because the show spends so much time showing like Noel having conversations around Carla and James being like, oh, yeah, Owen for sure. Like, no question. You know, we'll just get rid of Owen. You know, I'll play my advantage. We'll get Owen out. And I'm, I'm sitting here this whole time thinking like, like, what is she doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, why? Like, this is her chance to, to take Owen, take Sammy and like make a move get rid of one of these people why is she just like laying down and taking it and then (laughs) it goes to her and she's like that was all a joke (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm actually going to make the move that makes the most sense so that was cool i'm not well i'm not sure i understand her plan with the uh with the steal vote here because she's like i'm gonna steal my ally's vote so that the guy we're voting out thinks i i'm going along with the plan right yeah. it's so That's exactly James doesn't why. catch on or he doesn't get sus- like there's no opportunity for him to like get suspicious and like play an idol or play a shot in the dark or well, yeah, or so the other could, side yeah, is yeah, that yeah. if if like she takes owen's vote owen can't play his shot in the dark right so it's like right. half of it is just trying to convince james and carla that she's going along with a plan plus you know, just giving the extra insurance, plus making sure that Owen doesn't play a shot in the dark, so they're all still going to be safe if he does catch on. Plus, James won't, like, try and protect himself. Okay. Well, yeah. the other thing, and... the other <laughs> bigger thing is that if she steals James's vote here, uh-huh. and Carla's not in on the James vote, right. then once the votes are cast, she just plays the idol on him, and then they get what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, she, Noel really needs... You know, both James and see, Carla. And this, this is Carla why I would lose at Survivor. I can't play this five D chess. <laughs> right. And also, like yeah, I... <laughs> going forward, you know, just like browsing Reddit, there were a couple of things I saw. It's like going forward, you know, she no longer has an advantage, so she like her threat level is now technically like lower. Um, and there was also an interesting article I saw uh, about from from Dalton Ross asking Jeff like when Noel pulls out the advantage can james immediately be like obviously not can i take uh oh uh knowledge is power uh noel do you have a steel vote right like he can't do that so we learned that for sure at least (laughs) we're learning so much about the mechanics of this game this season it's like uh it's like the stack in mtg in magic you you can't like you know somebody plays a card you can't just like be like no you have to play your own (laughs) card after in response to the card uh-huh. the first card is still going to you know do its thing yeah which actually isn't true because it goes on the stack and then it maybe does the thing but maybe it gets canceled by like a counter spell mm-hmm. but regardless so i think it it made sense what noel did here it was you know abstract, yeah, i think it's actually i think it worked i think it her benefit yeah i think it's a very smart play here i think it's maybe unnecessary you know, if if the social management is there, then the extra uh, insurance of, like, playing your advantage for, you know, seemingly for this uh, vote, for this alliance, is maybe a bit, you know, unnecessary and kind of wasteful when you could use it for something that's, like, you know, going to seal the deal on a bigger, more influential vote. But I think it's a very creative use of it that achieves what she wants to do. I think it's a very smart move for this, given all of its, like, all the different things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so, and then the other side of this whole deal is like, so Noel has this vote like locked down basically as of now. Yeah. But, uh, Sammy, for some reason, decides that like his future in the game is tied to his relationship with Carla. So he kind of just like yeah. And what's nice is he doesn't necessarily just spit, like he doesn't just tell her what's happening, which I almost think is kind of a a good part of Sammy's social game here. Is he's not like, hey Carla, heads up, we're voting for James tonight, right? Because then there's like idols that can happen, all that stuff. Instead, he's like, "What would you like? How would you feel if we voted for James instead?" Yeah, he's like, "Hear me out. Yeah. Here's like the benefits to voting him out, et cetera, et cetera." And in this scenario, um, Sammy was like prepared to flip too. So, like, no matter what, he wanted to be on Carla's good side. He just wanted to always gain that that social favor because if Carla is like, "No." We're just getting rid of Owen. Then Sammy can just vote Owen out here if that's really like yeah. what he really wanted. So it's kind of interesting because like Sammy is kind of in control of the vote, but really like Carla is the one who is given complete control of the vote, which is funny because you know she's acting from this minority position, but like Sammy is just so willing to work with her. Yeah, like. Going into the vote, once we had established what Noel's game plan was, I was like, okay, this vote is basically sealed. You know, the only situation is if Sammy doesn't want to do it for some reason, even though I think it's definitely his best move to get rid of James sooner rather than later. Um, he's like, nah. Which... What if I don't, yeah, though? Like, which I, which I kind of get, but uh, I feel like they just need to vote her out or like not not be don't give her the game right like make her earn it yeah <laughs> yeah because that's the thing like again going into this vote this was not any this should not have been under carla's influence like at all this should not have been her vote whatsoever but because of sammy then the show makes it very obvious that it is hers right which is a very funny like I don't know, twist of fate that I wasn't expecting. It's, like, good for me because the more that Carla gets control and agency, mm-hmm. especially when she doesn't deserve it, right? the better her win looks, yeah. right? I think we are, like, entering a really interesting spot in this game where, uh, especially with James, and in a way ryan but almost just because ryan was kind of like an extra number who was just like he would do whatever majority would kind of tell him to do in a way because of losing those two people tonight like carla cody and jesse who have been like in the strongest positions and i still think they will be going forward because uh they have such like a dominant social game they're playing that people will want to do what they're doing no matter what but on the other side, I also feel like they're in the like weakest position after this episode because all it takes now is for everyone on the bottom to work together and they can go all the way to Final Four where the fire making challenge is. Because really, at, like, yeah. at this point, like where Survivor is now, you don't need to make a Final Two, a Final Three alliance. Like Really, just get to the Final Four and things will kind of sort itself out because you have the challenge, you have the fire making challenge, and then like you just go straight into the Final Tribal. So if at this point, Sammy, Noel, Owen, and Cassidy work together, they can get rid of Carla and Jesse and Cody and Gabler. And then they're just right there at the end all together. Will they actually do that? No, because I think Carla will have Cassidy and Sammy and Jesse and Cody will have Gabler. And that will leave um, Sammy, Owen, and Noel at the bottom. And they'll have to choose like, one of the sides. Well, Sammy's with Sammy. Carla. It'll, yeah, so it'll leave what Owen it's and Noel. It's just Noel and Noel. And yeah. so they'll probably just like go. Is almost like what I fear. But I think we are like in we're like set up perfectly for like an awesome revolution arc. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I think a revolution arc, especially when I have the bottom players. Right. <laughs> I just think Carla, Co- like Carla, comma, Cody and Jesse will like just not let that happen 
people will be too yeah. willing to go to them with like that information. Like Sammy won't be willing to keep Carla out of the loop, you know? Yeah. I agree. I think I think the three of them are too it's good like they're just connected at... and they'll get too much information or they'll catch on. Yeah. They're just too good socially. Because it's that like people yeah. want to tell them things. It's really like because like especially it's just in think the about best like interests of those those four people, Owen, Noel, Cassidy, Sammy, to just start like systematically like get rid of Carla, get rid of Jesse, get rid of Cody, get rid of Gabler, right? In some order, maybe get rid of like Cody as soon as he's not immune, then Gabler as soon as he's not right. But I just don't think those four people will have like the fortitude to do that, and I don't think the you know, the Cody, Jesse, Carla will let that happen, especially because they have idols, right? All three of these people have an idol. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's going to be very difficult to navigate around those, those advantages and these people that I think at this point, like they just have the game on lock. Yeah. I mean, j- even just thinking about like Cody, Jesse and Gabler, right? They kind of need Gabler's vote. Cause otherwise it's just four. It's just four and four. You know, assuming Carla and Cody and Jesse and Gabler become the four, knowing that the other four, you know, gunning for them. Mm-hmm. And then Gabler will just instantly give up all the information to Cody and Jesse. So, like, you just can't. And there's also always the the classic, like, reason why they can't um, revolt is because at any point, one of the four can split off and vote out the other three yeah you know again sammy goes to carla once and it's over for the for the entire you know for for that group so you can't really make a move because if one person flips then you have no ground anymore whereas if you don't try to revolt then you have some ground to get to final four if you you know, make the right connections or win an important immunity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, man, this, yeah, it's really an uphill climb, especially with those idols. I wonder yeah. if, I guess if you're like any of these four individuals, you just need, yeah, it's like you almost need to just choose one of them to like go along with. But even then, like if you get to the finals, then you're not going to win because you'd win along with somebody. So it almost, like, turns around to feel unwinnable unless you get your four people to, like, work together and be like, we're going to vote for this person. So they, like, you just need to, like, try and flush their idol out. Or you just tell them, like, we're going to vote for one of you and, like, we're all going to vote for one of you and, like, hopefully you play your idol or you're going home. Like, something crazy (laughs) like that. Because the other side is, like, if these four decide to, like, target someone, then, like, maybe the story is, like, Jesse, Cody realize they, like, need to work with Carla or they're just going to be on the bottom, right? And then you have Gabler, Mm -hmm. Carla, (laughs) Cody, Jesse, and, like, they just get the information right one time. They play an idol, and, like, now those four are the power team on top of the game. And then it's, like, it's, it's wild. So, you know, this is what we've been saying all season. It's, like, we have been getting rid of people to make the end of the season really interesting. Though, I suppose that could have always just been an editing artifact. True, but I just feel like we're heading in a direction where, like, you know, where something interesting has to happen, I hope. I mean, even just looking at the remaining eight in, like, a vacuum, it's a really strong group of eight Mm -hmm. where there's, like, a ton of, like, uh winner paths for like basically everyone you know there's no like clear there's no easy vote coming up there's no like frustratingly overpowered you know uh mastermind who's just controlling it and we all want to see them fall like you know there's at least three power players here you know that can all like like you said either work together and become like super mega powerful Mm -hmm. or can go at each other and both of those stories are pretty interesting and obviously like everyone here also is like an interesting person and character it has you know a fun personality in some capacity you know like every also like (laughs) big shout out to noel from this episode i don't know where all this sass came from (laughs) 
but she became like a total cartoon character and it was so funny i was it, it was so great when, when like owen and and james are, are bickering and she goes like anyone want a pipe papaya <laughs> and they're like no okay <laughs> i was just like man i don't know where this came from and like we said with the with the uh fake vote that she was spitting like it's a very good showing from Noelle. And again, like even Noelle, who's not who's not one of the power players, is like making these this really like Noelle's good in a great spot. Play. I almost feel like she is now like fourth to like our top three. Just like I on, think so, based on yeah. potential. Like I think Sammy has tried to make things happen. I just don't think he had like has it in him anymore. He doesn't have that dog in him. I think Noelle is someone who is more willing to like make those riskier plays to make progress in the game and like they either pay off or she goes home but if she doesn't do them then she's like not winning anyways so it's like you gotta you know make risks to win this game you know we've heard it a million times yeah and i mean like like we talked about sammy putting his entire vote this episode on carla is not like winner material Right, it's just yeah. fully giving it's up just, your yeah, game just playing to somebody safe. else. Yeah, especially because you know, looking at the more meta side, it's not Sam being like, you know, here's my strategy to like gain Carla's trust, so I can like, sh- like, I don't have to worry about her voting me out or something. It's all Carla being like, well, I can do this or I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're, we're set up for an interesting season. I feel like James going out here was, like, the perfect time for him. Like, his, his character was, like, used, you know, just well enough. You know, it's just been so weirdly, like, aggro for some reason. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the storyline did a good job of, like, making him a villain, but not, like, a bad guy. Just, like, yeah, in the, in the yeah, narrative... You know, he is like, you, like, you can be bad guy, but not mean right, you right, are right. bad guy. Yeah. So true. In the, you know, so in true. the narrative, he is a villain, but, you know, I'm sure he's, he's like a fine dude. Um, well, yeah, because even just like seeing him in like pre-merge and stuff and how he and Carlos sort of like reigned the game beforehand, they were just like, you know, on the same page, just like totally chill. But like, I think just there's too much power, you know, is the classic just like getting a little too comfortable and a little bit too arrogant within the game Mm -hmm. that you know push the wrong person you know push the wrong person's buttons and then kind of backfires on you you know etc etc yeah so you know i think james like as a character was used perfectly and you know i don't really think he needs to return again we don't need to see him on a returning season i feel like he played his role perfectly uh in the plot here so woo I think he's also going to make for a pretty interesting uh, jury member because yeah. I wonder if the like the the very obvious bitterness that he had at the after his vote will uh, maintain going into uh, final tribal. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's, it was really satisfying to see James go home. Uh, yeah, just because of like his arrogance, but also the way he. I guess I'm just about to use. Oh no, never mind. But. I don't know. It's just the way, like, he, you know, was so, like, dismissive of, like, Owen and wasn't really understanding Owen's frustrations at all. It just, like, came off as, like, kind of hypocritical in a way because, like, he was just the direct cause of, like, Owen being frustrated and he was not really owning that up. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, he's a fine dude. But he's gone home now, so he's on the jury. Yeah. And I think we have a tighter cast uh, coming out because of it. That's the thing. Like, we're continuing to, like, just make the cast better and better. We're at the point where, you know, even last episode where the cast was really, really solid already, mm-hmm. we still had a couple easy votes, which, you know, are the ones that went home this episode. And now we just don't even have that. Yeah. And really, right? you know, like, it's like really no what, we, easy vote. what we want is, like, good, exciting characters to watch we don't necessarily want everyone to just be like a happy good person so like that's where people like james have their role yeah but it's not like we are going gabler too yeah but we're not going gabler just being this insane person we're not going towards like that boring everyone's just happy conclusion we're going to like everyone is very game savvy and still like a character like they're not just 
you know, game bots. They're not robots just, like, running the most optimal strategy. They are, you know, influenced by their emotions and they want to yep. stay safe or they want to make moves. True Sigma males don't have emotions. <laughs> <laughs> True. Dude, we need a Sigma on Survivor <laughs> oh who's just like, I, I guess that's basically just Russell, right? He literally walked and said, you're going to get voted out. And they're like, don't do that. And he's like, I don't care. Sigma music plays, <laughs> right? Like That's basically his entire game. But you know Russell would call it. Of course, of course. Okay. Uh, points this episode... I, I don't think there's anything else to to wrap up in the like in the summary. I guess the the only other thing I wanted to like reference is like I think this episode also really sold me on Owen as a as a character mm-hmm. because up till this point he's like he's just been had some good confessionals he's like narrator, and he's been like really yeah he's been like fun enough but like we don't get to see him we we don't get to see any like depth to him yeah. as a person get right mad but yeah seeing him sort of like. <laughs> go from this calm trying to like make friends with everyone you know very counselor-esque to now getting pushed to like his sort of wits end by james and just like getting frustrated and being like no like here you know here's why i'm frustrated and you don't understand and then james is trying to give him you know a very like corporate political answer and you know oh and just being like whatever i appreciate that a lot (laughs) because it feels very like normal and human like it, how i would respond to somebody that was obviously bsing me you know just being like the rolling eyes and walking away and just be like i'm not i'm not doing this i i like seeing that side of cathartic owen yeah, for sure and i think again just really helps to like strengthen the cast as a whole and like the how well-rounded it is yeah I, i'm looking forward to more for sure yeah uh, at least on the tv show side i don't have that much to look forward to on the point side <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so dude our, our you IP. got you got cleaned yeah, yeah. out so in this episode you know if, if we want to talk about min maxing i definitely hit min <laughs> here <laughs> um i you know i got my participation episode points and ryan happens to be on the team that won the reward half of the challenge so congrats to ryan <laughs> Um, Soaring and Fred actually come out really even here in different ways, which is always kind of fun. Just slightly edged yeah, out. So Soaring's at fifteen. He gets you know one or two more episode points than Fred. Gets three reward points and Noel's advantage play. Uh, reminder: the reason uh, Noel doesn't get successful advantage here is because <laughs> we just determined it is hard to judge like. W- what successful really means with like the steal a vote because yeah, it's like I mean, just look at Noel got her way but like you know the math can be weird you know she used it on an ally the person she wanted right, to go home did yeah. go home it, it's just like there's so many variables that will just give you the advantage play <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then ignore the success part uh yeah so points for advantage play and then uh, Cassidy got a vote and was safe. So Soaring is at 15. Fred got it. I'll just know in my heart that I secretly won this episode. Uh, maybe <laughs> in a different reality. <laughs> uh, Fred got 16 points, uh, uh, two less episode points, one reward win, but, you know, did get two immunity wins from, from Carl go! and Cody, uh, which are eight points right there alone, plus Owen got a vote. So total, uh, Fred's at 16. Also, because I lost two players this episode, my point potential going forward is absolutely minuscule. And because I'm already on the bottom of the three of us, uh, I am even more so than last episode, completely out of the running. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be really fun to see um, <laughs> if <laughs> if uh, if Soaring will win or Fred will win. And also, it'll be fun to see if... Uh, <laughs> which happens first between the end of the season or the end of Twitter (laughs) because uh, (laughs) who knows true Uh, follow us on uh, a co-host and Mastodon (laughs) oh why didn't you take Cassidy tune it would make my life so much easier yeah but now it's more fun for me to watch I hate you I don't know tune or or, I don't know (laughs) Fred. Can I have Cody? <laughs> no shot? 
Well, I'm going to keep asking. I think. I'm going to keep asking every single yeah. week. For who? Jesse? Cassidy. No shot. Yeah, I think your bargaining <laughs> chip kind of w- has worn out at this point. I'll take Cassidy, though, if you if you want to offload No her. shot. <laughs> I'll give you Owen for Cassidy. No shot. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dude, you should just. I should have. I should have influenced you. I should have told you to pick Cassidy. I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't play the seventeen D chess that I needed yeah, to. Yeah, you should have seen the, the fourth thought that you actually wanted to make soaring weaker. Yeah, because making me stronger wouldn't really do anything. Yeah, I should have. I should have known. Uh, yeah. So it'll be fun to watch going forward. I mean, because you know, there's the two sides of this where like Carla, Cody are like in the final three together, or they like go home in the next two episodes because everyone catches on. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? So, like, we just lose all of our players and Soaring has Final Four. Final Four. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> it's not unheard of. So, yeah, this is the episode. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still down to trade Sammy for, uh, you know, Cassidy, Gabler, if you want. But, uh, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. I don't really know what to expect coming up. I hope we don't see the do or die uh, and the actual vote could go any of a bunch of ways. Either way, I think we are in for a good end to the season. We only have a couple episodes left. Um, yeah. I think new era. We only go to, to 13. No. Yeah. To 13. So we have 10, 11, 12, 13. So we have four weeks left and then the next season starts in March. That's my favorite month that begins with M A R. <laughs> you realized partway through that there are <laughs> multiple months that have M and M A. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, March definitely top twelve month somewhere in there. So true. Somewhere in there in that mix up. Oh, also, it's kind of funny. Like I said earlier, with the way it shook out, if we didn't redraft you have to tune you have uh taken soaring spot you've truly taken a bullet yeah for soaring with the with the redraft by being the person down to one instead of letting it be <laughs> soaring yeah for real well you know things would have been totally different too if uh like our redraft order was a little different right if like i was yeah. one of those first two then i'm taking cody or jesse and then maybe you know that just influences everything down mm-hmm. the line so who knows um yeah all right well that (laughs) pretty much covers it for us uh this week if you want to go check out any of our other episodes those are over at rngshow.com we have the whole list up starting as i you know i mentioned a little bit earlier with ghost island season 36 so there's plenty of uh of old seasons to watch um thanks to zoe for editing the episode thanks to flying for working on the spreadsheet unit totals is updated this week uh gabler is still at the top what a crazy like man. kind of just riding off of JB straight gabling i've been saying this the whole time <laughs> kind of just working off the the pre-merge still but those like six points uh from winning the immunity challenge have uh really carried him forward um gabling <laughs> next is cody which you know totally unsurprising then noel carla uh so on and so forth so unit totals are always fun to look at uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Stuff Up. If you want to look at the spreadsheet, um, that is just over at rngshow.com slash 43, or you can click the link in the show notes. Uh, you can look at our redraft order. We have predictions here. Um, I guess what Soaring's prediction that the final three is all woman uh, is wrong now. Oh, yeah. Still oh, Cassidy's still there. Happen. Cassidy's still there. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, there's... Yeah, yeah. So we still have a little chance. Um... I don't know if Fred and Fred and I are trading at this point, which might mean the yeah. what the downfall of Fred if Fred no longer has the winners. So maybe we just confirmed right there that Jesse yeah. wins. Who knows? Um, and we'll be back here next week to talk about another episode. Uh, it'll be lots of fun, I think. Who who would be yeah. who would be like the least constant? Like if we just continue down the theme of like getting rid of people to like build our strong end game. Who do you think like the least consequential person could be that like goes home? Is it just Owen? Owen. Yeah. <laughs> Owen or Gabler. Yeah, I think that's fair. He's Gabler. I think I think the plot he of like Gabler thinking he can 
flip on Jesse and Cody will work and then they catch on and then everyone just votes Gabler out. I feel like that's like the future yeah. we see. Or what was your what was your line for Noel? So, yeah, I what mean, was the well, I realized that uh, you know Carla, Cody, Jesse all have idols, so it like is like a million percent more difficult. <laughs> right. But right. I think if um, Noel like gets Carla out, then that forces Sammy and Cassidy to work with Noel going forward, and then you just kind of get out Cody, Jesse, Gabler based on like immunity wins, um, and then. Like you just dismantle them, and then you have the final four of Noel, Sammy, Cassidy, Owen, and you just need to like get through the final four fire making somehow, some way or another, and then you win. But really, I think like Sammy or Noel could win there based on who orchestrates it. But mm-hmm. if like you know, I don't think Sammy will initiate getting Carla out. I don't think um, Cassidy will initiate getting Carla out, and I think. Oh, and at this point, just has so little agency that, uh, like, it's Noel's move to make to, like, get the train started. And I think that would, like, be enough to get them to the end. But as we know, um, you know, making a plan here at the final eight, you know, probably won't last through to the, the entire season. But if I was there on the show, it, you know, it's definitely the argument I would make. Like, Guys, it's so easy. All we need to do is vote these people out. It's so easy. It's Don't so worry about basic. the idols. We'll just work around them. Nothing can go wrong. Yeah, nothing can go wrong. Just simply make them forget, to mind control them into forgetting about their idols. Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> just make them feel so comfortable that they would never Ask even Jeff think about Ask Jeff really nicely for knowledge is power. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Now give us three. Yeah, can I have? <laughs> can I, Jeff, can I have an idol nullifier? Knowledge is power. Uh, you know everything. I will sit out of this challenge. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, all four of us sit out of the challenge. Can we have an advantage, please? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Either way, I think we we are in store for a a good run. Of, of episodes here, and I think dude, we're in the middle of them. What if somebody gets do or this episode was good. What, so, what is, dude? What if somebody gets do or die? If someone gets do or died, Th- then it's probably then just like, it's probably just like Owen or something, right? <laughs> well, I mean, like you say that, but like what? But imagine, right? Like one of our power players just goes because they they died instead of do. Yeah. Like what? A, like Jesse what a goes terror- home. I hate it. I can see that happening. Or like, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so garbage. Yeah. I'm so garbage. True. It's certainly a twist in the show. <laughs> it's definitely one of the twists of all time. It is one of the twists. Yep. Okay. This has been a really long-winded final chapter to the episode. <laughs> Why are twists so twisted? Don't know? get it twisted. Goodbye. <laughs> get it twisted. You will win. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.